Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we begin with Psalm 67. O God, let all the nations praise you. Together, O God, let all the nations praise you. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations your salvation. May the nations be glad and exult because you rule the peoples in equity, the nations on the earth you guide. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us and may all the ends of the earth fear him. O God, let all the nations praise you. Together, O God, let all the nations praise you. Our gospel for today is taken from Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 to 28. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus' homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. Today we have an interesting encounter. A Canaanite woman approaches Jesus, seeking help for her demon-possessed daughter. My daughter is tormented by a demon. You know, like Peter's cry last week, we hear the woman cry, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. This woman is pleading for mercy and assistance from Jesus. She truly believed that nothing is impossible for Jesus. He can heal us from all sickness, suffering, poverty, misery, both spiritual and physical. And by addressing Jesus as son of David, she is acknowledging his messianic lineage and authority. Her plea is a humble request for Jesus to show compassion and help her with her daughter's affliction. Did you notice that that moment of silence after the woman's plea to Jesus? We hear, but Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Is he ignoring her? Why not an immediate response? Why the silence? You know, I feel this moment of silence serves a a real purpose for all of us to ponder. You might think, wow, he is really mean to this woman. 
I think this silent, you know, has different connotations in a sense. Jesus may have wanted to test the woman's faith and persistence. By withholding an immediate response, he, he gave her an opportunity to demonstrate the depth of her belief and determination. The silence could have been a teaching moment for the disciples. You know, it allowed for a dramatic pause in the narrative, drawing attention to the woman's strong faith and Jesus' eventual response. The silence created a space for a, for a more profound interaction between Jesus and the woman. It allowed her to express her devotion and determination more fully before Jesus engaged in dialogue with her. Jesus' eventual response, granting the woman's request, emphasizes the gift of God's grace. The contrast between the silence and the eventual response really, I think, underscores the power of faith and the compassion of Jesus. I feel this silence was also intended to give Jesus a moment of, of personal reflection. You know, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The initial response seems to reflect his focus on the Jewish community, for he was born into that context and initially directed his teachings to them. We see this interplay between Jesus' initial mission to the people of Israel and the broader scope of his message for all humanity. Jesus knows that there's a universal aspect of his message and the eventual inclusion of non-Jewish people in his mission. My friends, what is most awesome is the woman's unwavering faith, which goes beyond a, a superficial or fleeting belief. It's a profound conviction that remains steadfast regardless of external circumstances. Unwavering faith, well, centers around trust. And this woman today, <laughs> she had it. It was Jesus. She believed that Jesus could make it happen for her daughter. This trust forms the foundation of faith and provides a source of strength and purpose. I was asking myself this question, you know, and I'd like you all to ask it. What makes it happen for you? What makes it happen? People put faith in a wide range of things, you know, apart from God, such as relationships, ideologies, institutions, science, luck, and even one's own personal abilities. The woman knew that it was only Jesus who could make it happen. Besides that, unwavering faith isn't passive. It drives action. People with unwavering faith often exhibit dedication, service, and a willingness to, to step out of their comfort zones to align their lives with their beliefs. So I encourage all of us to, to grow in our persistence, perseverance. The woman's persistence in seeking help despite initial rejection is a key aspect of her character. In persistence, there is a burning desire to keep going. Persistent people have the inner energy and intensity to keep motivated and going through no matter how difficult it might get. 
We need to foster a deep and unwavering belief in our values, in our goals, and and, and, and truly what we believe. This involves developing a strong spiritual foundation that guides all of our actions. We need to recognize our own limitations and approach situations with humility. The woman in the gospel approached Jesus with humility, acknowledging her dependence on his help. We need to see challenges as opportunities for growth and learning. The woman's encounter with Jesus taught her valuable lessons about faith, perseverance, and the nature of God's grace. Sharing faith with like-minded people can, can reinforce its strength. That's why we need this community. Being part of, 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 a, of a community that shares similar beliefs, I think, can provide encouragement, accountability, and a sense of belonging. Praise God for this woman of faith. She helps us to see that Jesus is here for all of us, not just for a certain people, all of us. So no matter who you are, have faith. Go to Jesus. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.